Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hello, you are listening to Do Go On, our little comedy podcast with me, Dave Wanaki. I'm here with Matt Stewart. Dave, what's now it's a little comedy podcast, is it? Well, I'm trying to be humble, Matt, since we've taken over the world, you know, number one album in the United Kingdom, all that kind of stuff, gold records. What am I talking about? I'm here with Jess Perkins. Hello, Golden Jess. <laughs> oh, that's the best nickname I've had so far. I oh, know you've had a few sh- shockers so far. <laughs> uh, are you going well? I'm going very well, thank you. How are you guys? We are. Matt, are we good? I'm pretty good. I'm yeah. speak for you. Yeah, I'm pretty good. He's told you off in the past for speaking on his behalf. Yeah, that's right. So I don't do that ever again. I will not do that again. I'll tell you what, who's going to be doing most of the speaking this episode? That is you, Jess Perkins, because we take it in turns to. Write a little report on this little <laughs> comedy podcast about something that we find interesting and yeah. then try and regale the other two people and hopefully you, the listener, as well. And it is your turn, Jess, yep. to talk the talk, walk the walk, squawk the squawk. And I don't mean to the pull back the curtain too much, but I feel a little underprepared this time. But everything's going to be A-OK. So in comparison to your three previous reports, how yeah. are you feeling? Um, look, this time, just kind of thinking, ooh, maybe we could have spent a little more time on this. But it's fine. Everything will be fine. No, it's all about confidence. And uh, it's going to be absolutely fine. Chalk the chalk is another one. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, that's what he's been thinking about. He's, that's I looked I... at him just before as I was talking. His face was blank. I didn't know where he was, and he was just trying to think of other things. You're trying to think of any word that rhymed with... Dork the dork? That, yeah, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. Technically, it... these are words that yeah, rhyme with talk. Did you say stalk the stalk? No, but we can, we can add that. That's one that actually works. You're like hunting <laughs> one of them birds with the babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that uh, very specific comment there, Matt. A bird with a baby. Are you back in? Are we all together now? Are we here? Is there any birds? Yeah. And birds? <laughs> all right. Is there birds and babies in this report? No. Well, in a way, kind of, I guess. Oh, is it about the band The Eagles? It is. No, it's not. Um, I'm happy if I guessed it by accident. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right, it's about us- the stalk. Well, we usually start with a little question mm. to lead into the report. Yes. And uh, you were feeling off air a bit dubious about your question, have you? I feel like it's going to, I just feel like it's going to be too obvious. So I'm just going to make it kind of a bit more broad, right? So 
Matt, Matt looks like he's still trying to think of words that rhyme. <laughs> spork the spork, you know, spoon fork. Oh, I was so close to getting that one. <laughs> cork the cork. Oh, man. He's good. He is good. Mohawk the mohawk. I'm going a bit out there now. Hawk I won't the play hawk. the game. You oh, that makes talk. sense, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. No, please, but uh, do go on. I okay. do. <clears throat> and Matt, let's try and, <laughs> try and concentrate on the report rather than uh, words that rhyme with walk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right, you can have one more over the next hour. Okay. All right, great. All right, okay. uh, I won't but waste it, I promise. Yeah, do, do, do try to pay a little bit of attention okay. as well. Uh, okay, so the question is, what would you say is the most popular or successful uh, restaurant in the world. Popular or successful restaurant? Well, clearly La Porchetta. Obviously. The Italian. Wait, that's what, what we're talking two? about. <laughs> we're not talking about La Porchetta. La, 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 La Porchetta. La, 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 la Porchetta. Hey. La, 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 La Porchetta. Yeah. No, I think he's just having is a stroke that, now. Is that a... I That's can't their jingle. I, can't, I don't know many of the words. <laughs> I'm not sure how national or international La Porchetta is, so it's like quite a, a family-friendly... La Porchetta means the red door. That's not, no, it I does not. Know. No. It's quite a family-friendly... La Porchetta means the... Family restaurant. Porchetta. Correct. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, really it's not La it. Okay, let's move on. It's, it's got to be, is it, is it a fast food place? Mm-hmm. Is it Mickey D's? It is Mickey D's. Is it McDonald's? We're talking about McDonald's. <laughs> okay, well, great. <laughs> right, because it's, it's one of those things where, I think we've said this in the past, it's one of those topics where you think you know a lot, but in actually looking at it, I didn't know much. Probably for the best. But oh, really? It's one of these eye-opening reports. No, not really. It's interesting in a way. From like a business point of view, it's quite impressive. But I don't want to praise them Which too is, much. It's a gr- this show is all about business too, isn't totally. it? So we'll be very this impressed. This little comedy trivia business podcast of ours. All right. Yes, here's what I know. Junior Burgers. Big Macs. Cheeseburgers. Oh, he fucked it. Oh, I was trying to get through all the things I knew. Oh, oh sorry. Now I don't know if I knew cheeseburgers or if <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that was my brain or. I know. I know. It's it's confusing. Happy so Meals, mm-hmm. uh, Slurpees. Nope. No. Uh, oh well. Big... They do the frozen cokes, I guess. Yeah, but it's not called a Slurpee though. Jackie Chan. That's nope. We're not talking about Jackie Chan. Uh, Phoenix Suns. All right. Johnson and Friends. I'm really These... worried about him. <laughs> I know. Like, it's been quite hot the last week. Is it really? Is it gone to you, your head? Potatoes are used in the thick shakes. The fact that it's Australian beef is just a branding thing, not really Australian, but these are the myth bits. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. There's All one right. and a train in Cheltenham. There's one at what? I think there's a train McDonald's somewhere. What? Maybe in Cheltenham? Inside oh, I might have made tra- that up. Oh, have I made that up? Oh, that would have made... Uh, you know what? Oh. Now I regret not looking up like weird places that weird. McDonald's have been, but there are some weird ones. Themed McDonald's. Oh, like in Richie Rich's house? Yes. And as a kid, you were like, oh, sick. Now, I definitely don't want this to be an ad for McDonald's. Right. Because the food is shithouse. <laughs> it is, like it is. It's addictive shithouse, but it is. In Australia, they've just debuted all-day breakfast, oh, which is fantastic. mama, because I can have hash browns any time of the day. All right, I'm going to have to balance you guys out, because it feels like you're slipping into advertorial. Yeah, so we won't be doing that. We won't be do- we'll, we'll, we'll Which we're not allowed to do on this podcast where we answer to literally fucking no one. Yeah, we can do whatever <laughs> we want. I just don't, I'm just making it very clear there will be no subliminal messages. Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac, Big Mac. Who said that? Hmm? Well, I don't Who know, said what, I'm, Dave? I'm hungry for a... You want to get some? You want to get something to eat after the podcast? Let's balance it out and talk about how Big good snack. KFC tastes. Yeah. No, please, McDonald's. Um, I don't really know. I feel like much, how long it's been around, but I know. Yeah, I, th- I would totally agree that it is the most, probably in my opinion, successful restaurant mm. chain. Mm. It's uh, it's pretty popular. Though I believe, fact, that there are more subways in the world than McDonald's. Oh, oh, I didn't know. That. I did not know that. Mm. Hey, Jess, can I ask you this question? Of course, you can, Matthew. I think Dave might have written it for a, a, a trivia night. Uh, has there ever been a conflict between two countries that have McDonald's stores? Is that, what? Is so there's this rumour, I don't know if you came across this, that uh, two, uh, countries with, it's like a capitalism thing, countries with McDonald's have never been to war with each other. 
But it's it's not true. That can't, yeah, that can't possibly. It's the be state true. of Georgia and Russia. It's happened twice, according to Dave. That's right. I can't remember the other uh, other example, to be honest. But what about the world wars? I think currently, because they didn't at the time. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's not retroactive. It's not yeah. like. Oh no, and I was also thinking that it's um, not because France and England fought in the Hundred Years' War, two hundred. I mean, no, like no, a no. thousand <laughs> years ago, that it counts. Yeah. I was also thinking that. McDonald's opened much earlier than it did. So no, I was, oh, was going to worry. Ask. <laughs> I know. That's I'm that's the one who wrote thinking. the report. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to be another thing that I hope that we discover. Is I don't know how long it's been around. Well, so that's please. 1932. No. Um, so there were these there two brothers, and I've just realised I don't have their first names here for some reason. The McDonald's brothers. Oh, so it is rooted well, in a family name. Yeah, it really is. So in the late 20s, the two brothers moved to California where they opened their first hot dog stand. It was pretty close. Late 20s and 1932 was pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Good so late that. 20s. Well done. Oh, no, actually, do you know what? They opened their hot dog stand in 1937. So, Way not off. bad. <laughs> Way off. But a hot dog stand. Yeah. That's where it all I'll, began. I assumed it was a burger stand. It's, and that's a yeah. product that I, I've done... I know a lot of McDonald's have different things worldwide, but I've and never we'll seen a hot dog. No, I don't think I've seen a hot dog either. Hmm. Um, so it was it was kind of one of those typical drive-in places of, of the era where like you parked your cars and the car hops, so like the waitresses on skates or just like, you know, waitresses would come to the car. It was kind of, ooh, but a hot dog stand. I've never experienced that. I'd yeah, I like no, no. Uh, it's not around... Now, but well, they're all on I mean, rollerblades. I've, I've had people mm. approach me when I'm driving, but usually I wind the window up say, out of terror. Say no, thank you. Um, so, what this is sort of like a timeline. I've got a timeline firstly to sort of go through, um, and it starts a little not slow, but just starts with like a basic what you would think a business is going to do, but then there's some things that are a bit funny in there. So, 1940 is when they opened their first barbecue restaurant, right? So, it's just the two McDonald's brothers. They've opened their first barbecue restaurant. Um, so they've started hot dogs, they've moved to barbecue restaurant. Yeah, they like close down their hot dog stand and they build a, a barbecue restaurant. But I think it was still also like a drive-in style. Yeah, right. Um, so they, they had one of those. Um, in 1948, they closed it for innovations and when it reopens, the menu has nine items. <laughs> That's it. And is that... A cut down for them or an expansion? Uh, no, it was uh, reduced to nine items. Oh, it's a right. cut down. So, so they've, kept, they've gone back to basics. They're keeping it simple. I like it. I like it. So um, do you want to have a guess at what the items would be? Yeah. Bur- cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Why? Big Mac. No, not yet. Uh, French fries? Uh, c- kind of. Potato chips. chips. Like potato crisps, basically. Okay. Um, like cold potato crisps. Yeah. Really? A normal burger? No like cheese? Like a hamburger, yeah. Hamburg- <laughs> a normal burger. Yes, a, a hamburger. hamburger. So we're on three. Uh, Coke. So there, it says soft, soft drink. drink. So okay. I think there was, I think there was two or th- there must have been three like soft drink varieties. Sunday. No. I feel like we're on Family Feud. This uh, is funny, any ice cream? It? No. There is, is one dessert. Is that a hot dog again? Still hot dog. No. Apple pie. It's a slice of pie. Yep. Oh, there's two more to go. What else could you have? A chicken burger? No, no, no it's not. It's think Grimace. more beverages now. Oh, thick shake. No. Water. No. Uh, Water. Beer. No. Uh, Jesus's blood. Yes. Something you might have in the morning. Milk. Oh, oh. Milk and something else you might have in the morning. Coffee. Yeah, milk and coffee. Well done. And they're separate items. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So they must have had like just... <laughs> milk and coffee separately. <laughs> but like when was the last time you walked into a McDonald's and ordered a milk? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Or anywhere that you Straight ordered up. a milk. Hmm. Other than buying a big M at the servo. Well, there was that um, that that country dance I was at that time when me and my mate walked in and we said two long, cold glasses of milk, and we drank those glasses of milk, and all the other boys they were drinking their beers and they crashed out early, but me and my mate we danced all night long and we had our pick of the ladies <laughs> and pick of the cows. No, no, Dave. So sorry, Jess. <laughs> I hope that that is a true story. I hope you had a, a good time at that party. Yeah, it was great. Matt, yeah. I remember it like that's a true story. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, <clears throat> the, oh, okay. So when they had their nine items, right, I'm just going to move on. Um, their nine items, their staple item on their menu was the 15 cent hamburger. 15 cents? 15 cents that for is hamburger. Great. What, oh, what's Matt doing now? Maths or having a stroke? I can never tell. 
Oh yeah, because um, that sounds like really good value. Well, it was in 1948, so you know, probably a little more expensive now, but still 15 cents, pretty cheap. Sounds great. Yep, sounds pretty good. So then the next year, 1949, they replaced the potato chips with French fries. Um, and Thick Shakes also made their debut. Ooh. la di da So this is where it starts to get um, a bit more interesting because in 1954, a multi-mixer salesman, so like a, a mix master, uh, his name was Ray Kroc. He... <laughs> Sorry, a mix master? It's a brand. Uh, it's like a... Mix master Mike. I was going to say, I thought you were referring to the DJ from the Beastie Boys. No. <laughs> mix master Mike. <laughs> no, some, some sort of food preparing mixing device. And he just is he a he travelling sales salesman? Rep, yeah. I just imagine that he's got a big mixer taped to his back. Probably does. That's probably how he gets around. Um his name was Ray Croc. It's <laughs> a great name. Great name. Great name. Um he visited the McDonald's brothers intending to sell them more mixers. <laughs> but while he's having a chat to them he learns that the brothers are looking for a, a nationwide franchising agent and he had an epiphany <laughs> And and it was now determined that the, his future is in hamburgers. He's like, this is where the future's heading. This is this is where Ray Kroc um, is going to make it. So he goes on to his wife one night and he's like, look, I'm not going to be a mix master anymore. And she's just like, oh, no. No, not again, Ray. Oh, no, now you're into bloody hamburgers. Hamburgers. First it was mix masters. Now it's hamburgers. hamburgers. What came before mix masters, you reckon? For, for probably Ray. Had, probably had a, re- like a regular steady job, like a teacher or something. Oh, no. And he quit. He threw it he in for mix master. dream of mix master. Well... It worked for him because that's how he met the McDonald's brothers. And the very next year, he opened his first McDonald's in Illinois. And that's sort of where they they start. um, Like the the present corporation of McDonald's dates its founding to the opening of this store. In Illinois. Yeah, because it was only the the ninth McDonald's restaurant overall. So the brothers had opened eight by themselves. It was just like a really impressive effort for two guys running a business. So there were already eight. Yeah, yeah, already eight. In the same city? Uh, no, I think they were sort of spread out. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But not really widely spread, but they were sort of spread. So he opens one in Illinois. Um, and then uh, he later, I'm not exactly sure when, but he later purchased the McDonald Brothers equity in the company. And, and he was the one who led it to the worldwide expansion. So I'm not sure if they got much money from their own company. I'm sure they did. They must have. <sighs> What? So, cro- is that where they're saying what he a croc comes from? Must have been. Yes. Must have been. Ray Croc. Yeah. So, he kind of like, he compelled them to get out. He was apparently. More like crook. Thank you. Ray. Very good. You he's, just got smashed. You just got warnikied. He, uh, he's, uh, he better crocodile the cops. What did you write cops, down? Because. Uh, <laughs> I just wrote down... Crocodile the cops, yeah. What did you write? I just wrote down Ray Crook and underlined it like I'm a legend. (laughs) Like I'm some sort of thing. Nice. But he spelt Ray Crook like Ray Croc. Yeah, right. I uh, misspelt it. Great. (laughs) I actually just wrote his real name. I feel like Ray won that one. Yeah. I'll be back, Ray. (laughs) Oh, we'll get him. It's more about Ray. First you sold me that dodgy mix master. (laughs) Now this. So apparently, yeah, he was quite an aggressive, savvy businessman. So he compelled the uh, the brothers to leave the fast food industry. Hold on. So he's like, hey, I think that this is going to fail. I'm going to keep going, but mm-hmm. I want you to leave. Me, the business, I'll go under. I'll take it down. I doubt that's quite how it went. She but. said he compelled them. Like, I, I compel you. <laughs> the power of croc compels yeah. you. <laughs> and, the like, power of croc. and they bailed. Yeah, so he opened his first one. So, And this is also where um, this particular store had the golden arches, but it was different to what it is now. It was like, so like a, imagine a, like a rectangle or square store and there was like an archway on either end. And from a particular angle, if you viewed it from a particular angle, it would make an M. Uh-huh. But otherwise it just looked like two sort of like semicircles. And do you think that that's a coincidence or a no, design? It was, it was designed by Stanley Meston in 1953, so a couple of years earlier. He designed it that way. Isn't that pretty cool? That is, that's one of those things that if you're an architect, you probably think it's cool, but deep down, you know, no one's ever going to notice. Yeah. But this one actually took off. They actually off. noticed, and that's kind of cool. we he, all know the Golden Arches. He designed the Golden Arches in a way. So they, he opens his, uh, his first McDonald's in Illinois, and the sales on that first day was $366.12. Wow. Well, 15 cents goes into that a lot of times. Yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. And, I mean, they've still had... Those nine items. I'm sure they had more by this stage. This was like ten years. This is a while later. So it goes well, into thick it about. Shakes were there now, I believe, and yep, also thick shakes, yep. 
and French actual fries. French fries. That's right. And this is where things start to go really quick. So, like, okay, he's opened um, so there's nine stores as of 1955. By 1958, they'd sold they they celebrated selling their 100 100 millionth burger. What? A hundred million burgers. In like three three years yeah. later. And then by 1959, they celebrated opening their 100th restaurant. So they went from nine in 1955 to 100 in 1959. That is amazing. And also the fact that they sell, celebrated a hundred million burgers before their hundredth restaurant, which yeah. means that each store sold more on average than a million hamburgers. Yeah. Is that not ridiculous? Like, it doesn't make sense. It seems like a lot. Even at 15 cents, someone's getting rich, and I bet it's that bloody croc. I reckon it's croc. Croc's making a real lot of money. (laughs) A real croc of money. A real lot of money. Um, This is an interesting one. So in 1961, Hamburger University opens. Yep, let's move on from that. No, we shall not move on from that. (laughs) Hamburger University. Sorry, have you just looked up Hamburger University in Germany? No, no, no. Hamburger. Hamburger University. What's that? It is... (laughs) Um, it is a school uh, in uh, Illinois that, uh, and actually there's, there's several of them now. It was started in 1961. Uh, I'll, I'll read you um, a bit of information about it. So since its inception, training at Hamburger University has emphasized consistent restaurant operation procedures, service, quality, and cleanliness. It has become the company's global center of excellence for McDonald's operation, training, and leadership development. You can go to Hamburger University and you leave with a bachelor in hamburgerology. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. That's a real thing. That is so. Aw- Isn't that incredible? How long does a bat- like a standard three year course? Ah, uh, no, I don't think it's that long. Three um, and a half hours. <laughs> just a. Here's your bachelor, sir. Yeah. Oh, I can't actually remember. It. I think it did flipping. say somewhere there. Well, yeah, we're going to learn flipping. What else? Uh, how, to turn, how to turn on the microwave. <laughs> turn on the microwave. Yeah. yeah. Turn off the microwave at the end of the shift. Yeah, you got to do that. Got to do that. Uh, so turn yeah. the lights off as you leave. And lock up. Lock up. It's pretty complicated. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. You've got to yeah, figure out how to take the 15 cents and put it somewhere safe. <laughs> Lit probably in a safe. Yeah. That's probably where you'd put it. Hey, but I like uh, it. I've like worked it in retail for 10 years, so I know about that. I need none of this, so I'm, I feel like I'm learning, like I'm at the actual Hamburger University. Well, even Hamburger University has really expanded because their first class was 15 students and they graduated in Feb of 1961. Today... <laughs> Graduated. Today, more than 7,500 students attend Hamburger University each year. So are they... Uh, are they McDonald's they're employees? They're McDonald's employees. Right. And they're, how do you get picked? Well, I think there's sort of a, a process within the McDonald's itself. Like and a scholarship then, is awarded. No, well, I guess in a way, like there's some, there's some in-store training and then you kind of go off to so university. everyone who Not works... everyone, no, but I think it's like career progression-wise. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. In in 1983, McDonald's invested $40 million into Hamburger University, which is pretty amazing. It's an 80-acre campus um, in that's Illinois. A, that's Has massive. 13 teaching rooms, 300-seat auditorium, 12 interactive education team rooms, three kitchen labs, and a state-of-the-art service training lab. And today is, there are on, seven... Does that just mean like... A set that looks like a McDonald's. Is that all that is? Oh, man, I hope like it's so. A, like, like a, a fake, fake McDonald's. store. Yeah. And so good. There step are into seven. the interactive training center. You mean the McDonald's? Yes. There's yes, one I in do. Sydney. There's one in Sydney. We have one here. A Hamburger University. We had a Hamburger University here. Of course, Sydney would have it. Yep. <sighs> Munich, London, Tokyo, Shanghai. They're I think all over the place. Not putting one in Hamburg was a definite oversight. Yeah, agreed. A couple of that Munich got it. Agreed. Very disappointing. I also like to just imagine the people that work it's bad enough that you go there for the three and a half hour course whatever it is but if you are a professional hamburgerologist teacher i think it's like i think there's intensive classes i don't think it's a a one-day thing i think it's an ongoing program could not think of a way to waste your i know time on this earth more than being a teacher at hamburger university right so are we are we on board now with the theme of mcdonald's because i'm yeah that's something i'd I didn't expect to hear about. Mm. I like. I think a lot of the listeners are going to be with me on this. When are you going to get to the mascots? Oh. I want to hear about Grimace's story. We're literally we're getting there very soon, my oh, friend. Very, very soon. Really but good. I've got to go in chronological order. I'm doing a timeline here. Okay, great. Hey, that's totally fine. Okay, so we're up to 1961. Hamburg University opens. 1962, first store to have indoor seating was in Denver, in Colorado. So before that, it was just drive-ins. So you just sit. And your they car. thought that they'd set up a university before a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then, okay. so 1963, oh, I just pressed the wrong button. 
1963, 500th store opens. So they went from 100 in 58 to 63, 500 stores. So it's 100 a year is opening. Yeah. That's crazy. Is that not ridiculous? Like they're just opening so fast. Um, Okay, 1966, Matt, first television commercial. First appearance of Ronald McDonald. Ooh, so Ron, he's the original. 66. That's hard do you, to say. Do you find him scary, Matt? He's, yeah, he's a clown. Just like, like old school clown. Yeah, yeah I think everyone but finds him he was a, scary. He was a raging success. People just loved him straight away. Well, I find him creepy still. Yeah. I What creeps me out is those benches where he's permanently yes. sitting there. Yeah. And you're always, I'm always scared he'll move. And just, yeah. He looks like he'd grope you. He would. Oh, like, he's got his would. arm out. He probably would. Ugh. Um, no so doubt about it in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> We've already profiled him. Don't drop your guard. 1967, first international chains open. Where do you reckon they would have opened overseas? Canada. Correct. And? Mexico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto, well, that is a, an American territory. Hmm. There you go. Good work. Good work, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Possibly why Captain, they... Captain Kildroy. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Puerto Rico is still exotic. It's just <laughs> that it's technically not okay. a country. All there right. you go. Technically not a country. I didn't know that. Puerto Rico's not a country. Um, 1968, Big Mac is introduced. Now, this is what's kind of interesting, and this happens quite a bit through their history. So it was actually created by an owner-operator of a franchise in Pittsburgh. His name was Jim Deligatti. So he just—he was going wild. He was going rogue. He was just like he was, he was making, making something of his business, and he was like, "Well, let's do something a bit different. Let's have a Big Mac." It was being successful, so they roll it out across the national menu. So I reckon that he got probably got called into the office by Croc to explain himself mm. for going against the menu, the nine menu key items, and then he explained that he's well, I've sold ten thousand of these in the last week, and Croc was like, "I'm, not, doing a, it. I'm not a Croc and idiot here. Yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> own, this shit out. we own these. We own these." Just make it clear with you, uh, we own Big Macs. Yeah, that's a good point. I was kind of thinking, because uh, I've watched a lot of Undercover Boss, um, and I really like it when... <laughs> Undercover the- <laughs> Croc. <laughs> I really like it when the bosses see something that the staff members have done and take an initiative, and then they like support them with that. But you're right, it's probably more just like, well, if you're making money off it, then we can all make money off it. Yeah. I'm going to make more money off it. Yeah, and he, I bet you he didn't buy the idea off him. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I highly doubt it. And then the same at the same year, so 1968, the hot apple pie was developed as well, and it was also um, created by a, a franchisee in Knoxville whose name was Lytton Cochran, <laughs> um, and that's added to the national menu as well. I was reading about uh, you know what's that big donut um, franchise from America, Krispy Kreme, yeah, and there was someone had I think it was them, someone had run out of the ingredients that they get delivered, and it's it's like secret ingredients sort of stuff. Like the s- mm. herbs and spices and the secret sauce of McDonald's. And sure. Stuff. So they just made up some of their own, and they they got sued by uh, the company. What? Because they just like, oh, we've run out of stuff. We're gonna improvise some, and it's like they got sued. Yeah, yeah, they fucked them up. Great. Because I was gonna say that you would you couldn't do that anymore, could you? At it. Yeah, no, it just wouldn't. Later. The local Brunswick McDonald's. It's like yeah, your can't. contract says. You have to yeah. sell these specific things. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's much more tight now, but this is back in the 60s. No, actually, these days you have that design your own burger thing. True. So, if you design a burger, do they technically own it if it is <laughs> awesome? Like, if you're some sort of chef. But, like, how would other there? people order it, you know? I don't know, but maybe... You're the only one who knows it's awesome because yeah, you're the one you're who ate it. the one who eats it. Somehow the manager... Because they've got to make it sort of backstage, if you will. In a but kitchen. In a, yeah. You're such a I heard these words. I'm a performer. He's a showman. He's a showman. I don't know what they I've been in show business my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I don't know what you uh, you hospitality people yeah. call your backstage area. The green room, is it? I don't know. Literally never had a real job. Anyway, so <laughs> backstage, they're making it. They're like, oh, this looks good. Guacamole and chicken. No one's ever thought of that before. Copyright. McDo- like, is that technically a thing? Because I, I know so. I that if you is. work for Apple... In the app st- Apple Store, you can't design apps. They own oh. while you work for them. Even if you don't design apps, if you just work in the Apple Shop as one of those genius people, you sign a contract saying that because you work for Apple, if you design an app, they own the app. Oh. That's kind of fucked. Is that crazy? So, like, if you design something amazing at McDonald's, I don't know. Does Croc own it? Who knows? Well, I mean, we should ask, you know, Lytton Cochran and Jim Delegatti because they'd know. But they're probably long dead, they're probably Dave. Dead. Killed say it too. Any other great ideas, Dave? Yeah, too shit. many Big Macs. Oh, here's another great thing from nineteen sixty eight. This is so good. It ties into a um previous 
theme that we've talked about as well. So, in 1968, McDonald's airlifted hamburgers to the American athletes competing in the 68 Olympics in France. They airlifted they them? They airlifted them. They were homesick. Oh, I miss home. So, hey, we'll bring you, you some hamburgers. You have a shitty cold hamburger. I know. How would they even bring it to them? That's good. Airlifting, of course. Athletes. Reminds me of how uh, Shane Warren used to get... Uh, baked beans, <laughs> baked beans yeah. shipped in. Oh, gross. But I don't th- once again, I don't think our athletes these days anywhere would be allowed to have McDonald's. No. Yeah, well, that's what all I was thinking <laughs> in as the well. village. Their, their diets are so closely managed by nutritionists as if they'd be allowed to have but a hamburger. But if, if you look at the records, I reckon that, that was probably the best ever Olympics in terms of <laughs> me- medal per probably. athlete ratio. Probably. All right, Dave, you're the one who's um, great at maths. 1963, the five we had 500 stores, right? Yes. Now, 1968, 1,000 stores doubled. Another, <laughs> still going 100 per year. He's good maths. He's good at maths. Still, guys, is that not ridiculous? It's crazy. That's a lot of. So a thousand in the 60s. Thousand. We've got a thousand stores now. Since 1955, it's now 1969. A thousand years. A thousand years. A thousand <laughs> years. <laughs> a thousand wow. Stores. That's right. The McDonald's Reich has risen. <laughs> a thousand year Reich of McDonald's. Oh, it's really hard with lots of numbers. Um, all right, Matt, here we go. Here we go, Matty. What's, what, I'm the maths guy. What's Matt? I'm the mascot guy. There he oh, is. Yeah, 1971. New mascot. Mascots is what we're all about here. Here they are. There's yeah. Grimace. Mm-hmm. There's the Hamburglar. Yep. There's Birdie, but she probably came later. Came later. Oh, they need to appeal to women. Is that it? He said Grimace. I think there are some Ronald's American ones that we didn't know because there's one that's um, Mayor McCheese. Oh, yeah, I Mayor remember Mayor McCheese from I don't, childhood. I love it. Please tell me he about it. He wears him. a top hat and he's just like his head is a hamburger. So he's got like oh, cheese coming Mayor out Mayor McCheese? Yeah. Oh, I did remember the ham- um, uh, Captain Crook. Oh, I oh, wonder if he's named Captain after Croc. Croc. Captain Croc. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were all thinking he's named after Captain James Cook. Probably not. I would have thought Captain Hook. Probably maybe. not. Captain. So was, Cap- he, was, he a, was he a sidekick to the hamburger? Maybe, but there's also one called Big Mac. Oh, yeah, he was another hamburger head. Oh, they're not very, yeah, they just give them all hamburger heads. Yeah. But yeah, that's when they uh, they all joined Ronald because he was obviously lonely. It's all by himself. So now he's got mates. That's what good, a weird hey? and wonderful world. That we live in. I know. 1971 was also a big year because that was uh, when Australia got our first McDonald's. 1971. Any idea where it was? Oh, is, it, is it bloody Sydney? <laughs> it was Sydney, but it was in like a suburb in Sydney. Uh, Newtown. No, no, that wouldn't be it. That's it would one. be in... Uh, Leaderville. Dudengatta. No, no, that's... I don't know what that is. Ogdenville. <laughs> Ogdenville. Put them on the map. <laughs> North Hamerbrook. <laughs> uh, would we have heard Yaguna. of this place? Yaguna. Yaguna, no. Yeah. So I I knew, they've got a lot of weird names. Yaguna. Yaguna. We sound like Much three like of the most Melbourne here. people right now. But Yaguna. Yaguna. I think I was going to say they do have weird suburbs, but we definitely we like have Moorabbin and Yeah, if you don't... If you think about any word too yeah. long, it becomes very That's strange. That's very true. McDonald's. They're great. I think a lot of them are, go back to like their indigenous words. Yeah, which is good. Some cracking ones. Woolamaloo's and often they mean meeting place. Hmm. There we go. Don't you, you you're nodding dramatically on a podcast. Well, Matt, <laughs> stop doing it. People write you off as the mascot guy, but you're also the meeting place guy, yeah. and mm-hmm. I like that. I like that about you. Uh, no. So Yaguna gets the first one in the seventy-one. In seventy-one in Sydney, they get their first. Um, Seventy-three quarter pounder is added to the menu. Welcome aboard, quarter pounder. It's not that exciting. And is that but invented by some sort of store road? Doesn't rogue? say if it's invented by anybody in particular or whether they're they're doing uh, you know head office kind of inventions now. Who knows? And that is like that is a burger that weighs a quarter pound. Yeah, yeah I think the meat is a quarter pound of flesh. They do half oh. pounds or full pounders. No. Well, no yeah, is a quarter pound is that big? Is that bigger than a Big Mac? No. Yeah, why is that the only one where they talk about the size of the meat? I don't know. I don't Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I, have, I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting point though, it isn't is it? Is, it is something to think about. It really makes you think yeah. about meat. Um. 74, the first... Meeting places. (laughs) Meeting places. places. Quarter pounder, that's what it means. In 1974, the first Ronald McDonald House opens in Philadelphia. Uh Aha. Yeah, because there's lots of those as well. I don't know how many there are, actually. That would have been something good to get a number on. But lots. All around, there's Ronald McDonald Houses. Uh, That's for a tax write-off, I think. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nineteen seventy-five, the egg McMuffin was added. Now that one was the brainchild of a guy called Herb Peterson, who was an owner-operator in Santa Barbara. Writing that down because I like that a lot. What year is this, Herb Peterson? Seventy-five, and he created the egg McMuffin. It's it's strange that you have so many public holidays, but none that recognise the great work of Herb Peterson. (laughs) Nineteen seventy-four, forty years. We could have celebrated that this year. Forty years of egg and bacon McMuffins. They probably did. Is that the first one that started the craze of putting muck at the start of their products? Um, probably. Have or we in this case, Big in Mac the middle. Yet? Yeah, we... Big Mac was around. Big, Big Mac was there, a bit but earlier. Is, but is uh, you know the McFlurry, McChicken, Big Mac was in '68, McFish. Yeah, they McFill also sort of come later. And do you know what's really funny too? I've got. I want to talk about some some of their funny lawsuits later. Fill and it they're, of McFish. They're like all to do with muck. Pretty much, it's ridiculous. Oh, people are just trying to be like, yeah, buy your Mick Nikes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it, it would have been more like existing brands were already around Mc something. They're like that. We own Mc. No, you're fucked. Get out. Yeah, but I am. My name's no. Mc McDonald, and I've been making McDonald's sheep farming since that's 1807. That's literally it. Sorry, that, mate. Really? Yes. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. mate. It's it's quite ridiculous. Um, 1975 as well was the first drive-through. Oh, I love 1975. That was in Arizona. But do you know why? They invented the drive Oh, if it's in Arizona, is it too hot to get out of the car? No, um, but there was an army fort just down the road. and oh, the, They weren't allowed to go in in their uniform? Correct, they weren't allowed to get out of their cars in their <laughs> army fatigues. That's great. That was part of the, the fort wouldn't let them, they weren't allowed. So McDonald's solved the problem by installing the first drive through Like, don't worry about it, lads, just drive on up to the window. Isn't that ridiculous? And now drive throughs are everywhere, and every single fast food chain has awesome. drive throughs So they also have like a helicopter landing pad. <laughs> Not the, Air Force, the Air Force are getting jibbed. The, na- the Navy are pretty pissed. Yeah. What, I like about, <laughs> what I like about the drive through is because you're normally feeling ashamed oh, to go there. So a drive through cuts that out. And also, people who go to these places are gross. I'm put off my food if I see people inside a McDonald's, mm-hmm. so I don't want to eat it anymore. Mm-hmm. So the only time oh, I would ever eat McDonald's... Your fellow customer. Yeah, people like me. <laughs> the only reason... I mean, I don't really eat it at all, but if I was going to, it would be in a drive-thru under the cover of darkness. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the gross losers <laughs> eating McDonald's because I, like, I would seriously lose my appetite watching those fucking disgusting slobs... Anyway, yeah. Wow. That's why this I is think the side of matter I've never seen before. No, I like it though. That's why drive throughs are, uh, yeah, they're pretty I'm, because uh, I often wish there was a drive through like 7 Eleven, but I'm also very glad that there isn't such a thing. Because sometimes I just really want like a Mars bar, but I can't be bothered getting out of the car for it. So Anything. I just drive home. I just keep going. That's good, <laughs> isn't thank it? Thank God. It stops you. Because if there was one, I would spend so much money on just shit. 
Just junk. It's a, it is a great business idea. It's a great idea, but I hope they never do it. If Seven Eleven are listening, and I'm sure they are, please, for the love of God, don't do it. It, it would be a great be business a, opportunity oh, if you you'd don't make do millions, it. But you know, don't seriously don't. What have you guys have seen in Fitzroy on Nicholson Street? There's a drive-through pizza shop, which doesn't what? make sense to me because you, you, you drive in, ahead. you have to wait ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> like in the car while they get the garlic bread hot enough. Seems very strange. Is it is it one of those made to order pizza shops, or would it be like they've just got pizzas like ready to go and you buy slices? Oh, that maybe make that's the business model. I that love make slices. Sense. That's the best when you can go and just buy a slice. Yeah, that's great. It's so good. Pizza's my favourite food. Well, I remember that. Mm. Yeah, I'm a pizza and pasta guy. Yeah, mm. I'm a pasta and pizza guy. No, actually, mm. I like pizza. Pasta, mm, I'm ambivalent. <laughs> okay, I won't take it. I might leave it. Fair enough. Hey, don't, don't pressure me. <laughs> You're a modern man. You can make your own decisions. Oh, I wonder right. if they do McPasta in Italy. Uh, I didn't see it when I was in Italy, but I was going to talk as, as well about some of the international dishes. Oh, we can get to that. I'm excited to talk to about it, my well. experience with We're that. getting towards the end of the uh, the interesting stuff on the timeline too. So, okay, 1978 now, the 5,000th restaurant opens. All right, let's do a quick recap of how, 5, how far it spread. So it was how... The last count was a thousand. When the was last that? count was a thousand, and that was in sixty-eight. And now we're in seventy-eight. And so 10, ten years, there's five thousand. Five thousand. So now we're operating at an extra five hundred a year. Isn't that ridiculous? Which is more than one a day. And this five, yeah, shit. And this five thousand stores opened in Japan. So they're spreading it's a lot through different countries now. About as ten well. a week. Ten a week. Is it? A bit less than, but yes, very ten good, man. Well, that's what about ten a week. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because you know what? Because like some weeks it would be maybe eleven, and then the next week they might only do eight. You it's know? a new maths boy in town. Yeah, all right. Look I, at my little maths boys. I love maths scots too. <laughs> did you say maths scots? Yep. Yes, I did. Sorry to good. tread on that again. I just wasn't sure if you were. <laughs> no, thanks. No, good for picking me up on it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. 1979, Happy Meals make their debut. Uh, now that is a license to print money. Right. <laughs> 1980. So this is only two years after. 5,000 stores, 1986,000th restaurant opens, so in Munich, in Germany. So still operating at 500 a year. 500 a year. And now they're in... So they're That's in Mu- about 10 a week. Yep. Still correct. Still <laughs> correct. <laughs> still about. Yeah, but it's, uh, the about is a really important distinction that you make, so that's so, great. Wow, so that seems like... So Two weeks holiday. By this yeah, time, time, by this time, it must be a craze. Like people it has are, to be. around the world are waiting for their maccas to arrive in Europe. Like it, you, people must know about it. It's amazing. Apparently, they don't call it maccas overseas. They do not. We are. Well, yeah, that's why our on the McDonald's Australia is at maccas. That's why they can get that. Oh, cool! No, one, I don't think anyone else knows what you're talking. And a about. lot of stores have changed their signage now. They actually say maccas. If you are overseas, we call it maccas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we shorten everything. I don't know why. Mm. Sorry, but not sorry. Uh, 1983, McNuggets are introduced. Mm. So they're fairly young, yeah. the, Mc, the, the McNuggets. That's why they're so yeah. little. <laughs> <laughs> they're growing. Can you imagine how small they were? <laughs> Every now and then you just give it way too much. I was about to say, look, that was quite funny. <laughs> but not like... <laughs> Matt and I just awkwardly looking at each other. When he now. said maths got before, nothing. I know. Mine, mine was better. <laughs> I agree with Jess. On, on so you point. just took me by surprise, and you know I'll. Oh, bloody, I'd love to have a good laugh. Um, <laughs> You're very strange in that. You like to laugh. It's very strange. Put that in my tombstone. It's, it's off putting. Yeah. I find it so off One of my friends called me a laugh slut. Said, so I'll just laugh at anything. <laughs> Not true. Not true. Not Matt Scott. Yeah, exactly. You won't laugh at anything. Wasn't that funny? Neither of you fucking laughed at Matt Scott. Yeah, well, make a joke about it. Nuggets being little. All right, I'll try and get one back. All right, moving on. So in 1984, Ray Crocs passed away. (laughs) Sucked in. (laughs) You got crocked. 1984. So by this, is he still involved until that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like a billionaire by then. Must be. So he he was, at this stage, his his title was founder and senior chairman of the Board of McDonald's. It's a pretty great name. Wow. Board of McDonald's. And then, to, he used to be just a mix master. I know, he was now just he's a salesman, founder and traveling chairman. salesman, and now he's a senior chairman. It's crazy. That his wife feels silly. Yeah, bloody doubting me, Barbara. Don't Fucking ever idiot. doubt me. 
Um, then, so then the next year, so 1985, the, that first store that he opened in Illinois, I think it had, it had previously been like changed over. It wasn't a McDonald's anymore, but they restored it to its original form and they reopened it as the McDonald's Store Museum. So there's a museum out there for anybody who wants to have a look at that. Wow. I mean, hey? it's weird enough that we're talking about it, but to go to a physical building yeah. and learn these pointless facts yeah. that you're telling us about today. <laughs> well, I don't like I well, I don't get it. We do a lot of research behind it's the scenes. Dumb enough here. that we're even even talking about it. Yeah. We do a lot of research behind the scenes here and what you won't know is that Jess has actually been to that museum yeah. to research this show. Yeah. Just just yesterday. I don't half-ass these things, you are guys. Severely jet lagged. That's how much. I didn't research this in my pajamas today. Okay. No way. I've been you working went on this all the way to Illinois. Saw the golden arches. Tried to do that weird thing with your eyes where they, uh, they match up to make an M or something like that. I'm dedicated to this podcast, and the listeners should appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 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 I don't mean to get so threatening. I don't mean to take it down, but hey, I'll find you. <laughs> no, I won't. Nope. All right. I don't think, she so, will. I don't think she someone will. gave us two stars on fucking iTunes. Who well, gave us two stars? Are you serious? Did we some, get a two stars? Some anonymous person. What we went to Illinois for you. What a prick. Let's just focus on all the five stars we got. That's right. That are Thank mostly you. me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in 1987. Maybe no. I did give us five stars, obviously, because I think this is a great podcast. I thoroughly enjoy listening to it. That's right. Even, even I'll else. accept your five, but only if they're genuine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you really think this is a five out of five podcast? Yeah, I do because I I treasure both of you. Hey, she's not going to Illinois for no reason. Yeah, I'll oh. do the work. All right, I'll accept it then. Shall I move on? I shall. Do go on, please. 1987, salads added to the menu. See, I would have thought nah, that was much later, right? Me too. I thought that was like a recent addition. No. Yeah, salads. the healthy choices. Yeah, yeah, so that's definitely more recent, like late 2000s, but... um. Uh, maybe not late, but uh, yeah, they they did have salads in the late eighties. I I think I don't think they were that popular, or maybe so that, there was only ma- like one or two options. Yeah, it's an option lot. just to try and yeah. But mm, hey, we're trying. We're it's trying to be it's all marketing, right? Yeah, it's just going. No, look, we're it, you don't have to feel bad for coming in. You know, still if people see you walking in, you can just say we'll get in a salad. Get in a salad, but at the same time, don't fucking order the salad. I don't know. It's yeah, what are you ass. doing? No one ever has. They've been sitting there for so long. Yeah, yeah. wow. The sal- technically it's do more harm to your body than that Big Mac because it's yeah. six years old. Yeah. They're, they're just following the trends, right? Like the, those healthy choices came in when there was a real push for all these healthy, mm. uh, all the healthy reality TV shows and that sort of bullshit was coming out. And then there's like a kickback against that, not a kickback, pushback against that. Yeah. And they're like, and then they're like, yeah, we're gonna. And then KFC comes out with that double chicken oh, so thing. Gross. And then there's a pushback against that, and they go healthy again. They just plan us like chumps. Chumps, treating feel, us like fools. I never knew, and I feel like an idiot. <laughs> don't, don't feel like an idiot. Thanks. You've been played, Dave. I know. Here I was stuffing my face with a salad one week. The next, I'm eating that chicken thing with the buns was made of chicken. Oh, so gross. Um, so okay, so 1978, we had the 5,000 restaurants, right? Now 1988, another um, 10 years later, we're up to 10,000 restaurants. Still 500 a year. Wow. Which is, Matt? Break Matt, it down. How much is that? How many is that a week? Well, that works out to be about 10 a week, um, approximately. Yeah. Approximately. Still correct. He is still spot on. Isn't that, that is fascinating that, that they can grow more than a restaurant a day for like 20 straight years. It's ridiculous. It's amazing. It's terrifying. So then uh, in 1990, uh, the founder, Ray Kroc, again, he was named by Life magazine as one of the 100 most important Americans of the 20th century. I was sure you were going to say he was exhumed, but um, (laughs) that's probably better. Yeah. It was exhumed and his body was put on display in the museum. Museum, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he was put on display in in the science class at the uh, Berger (laughs) University. (laughs) At the Hamburgatorium. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if they like uh, expanded the university to not just McDonald's, but then they actually took on like yeah. medicine students? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. their their degree still had like the hamburger on it and stuff. Yeah, and As all their the stamp of authenticity. Yeah, if you, the cadavers were like just like they were all painted to look like Ronald McDonald <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, or Mayor, Mayor McCheese or whatever. Now the rest of the um the timeline was kind of boring stuff, so I just decided to move on. Um, Here's one thing that's kind of, that's pretty interesting. So um, this is kind of cool, actually. So to accommodate the current trend for high-quality coffee and the popularity of coffee shops and cafes and stuff like that, McDonald's introduced a McCafe, 
Um, so like that, that cafe style that goes with the McDonald's restaurant itself in the style of a Starbucks. Now, what you may not know is that McCafe is a concept created by McDonald's Australia um, and actually started in Melbourne oh, in wow. 1993. In the, what? Have they been around that long, McCafe? I don't – I think um, that's sort of a concept that started and now like most in Australia will have a McCafe, but that's pretty exclusive to Australia. So there's no McCafe's – Overseas. I think they're like starting to pop up, but nearly every single one in Australia has one. There's only a few that don't, and it would be like the ones in shopping centres and stuff like that that don't have them. Are the coffees any good there? No, but at least it's <laughs> barista made rather Matt, than just a button. Why do you yeah, ask right. the question? Yeah, well, question. I, was, I was curious. It's fine. And it's really interesting as well it's because no, I don't drink coffee, so I'll I have no idea. I've got no idea. It says um, most McDonald's in Australia have McCafes, um, and in Tassie, Every single McDonald's has a McCafe, and the rest of the states are following suit. And after upgrading... So T- Tasmania is leading the McCafe charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they probably have fewer stores, so therefore, like... Yeah, they've got two stores. And, and both they've got do. two McCafes. Yeah. <laughs> but what's kind of interesting is that some Australian stores noticed up to a 60% increase when they upgraded to the McCafe style. Because we are such coffee snobs. So, yeah, this, Matt, this is once again what you say. It's just a gimmick to get you in. And once you're in there, you get your McCafe, but you're also like, well... I'll get a Big Mac while I'm here. Absolutely. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I'm not going to make two stops. I know. It's so weird, isn't it? So that, I just thought that was kind of interesting that, that it is, started. I had no idea. It started in Australia. Bloody love it. Makes um, you proud. <laughs> proud. Brings go. a tear to my, Aussie, go. my nationalist eye. Um, I've, oh, international menus. Do you want to talk about that? So um, have you – you've both travelled – do you... To Tasmania, and I was impressed with the amount of McCafes I saw. Wow, there you go. Actually, that's the one state I've never been to. There, oh, there you go. go. Um, Have you been to McDonald's somewhere else in the world? Yes, I went to one in Japan a couple of weeks ago, and they were serving minestrone soup. Yes, I, I was, was going to say, quite a few of them, particularly in Asia, serve soup. Which I was... In, I didn't, tr- I didn't try it, but I was enjoying the novelty of that. Yeah. Matt, mm. have you been to... Because you're not big on McDonald's anyway, are you? No, so I don't think I overseas? ever have... Because, like, for the most part, they don't do vegetarian stuff. Either. Yeah. But so I, I don't remember ever going to one on purpose. I remember hearing, like, a lot of the overseas stores have uh, a license, which is yeah, kind of a lot different. Yeah, a lot in Europe um, will sell beer. In New Zealand, McDonald's sells meat pies hmm. because the, um, uh, the local affiliate partially relaunched the Georgie Pie fast food chain that it bought out in 1996. So, so like a had bought out a pie shop. You can get a pie and a, a meat McDo- pie. Oh, well, my God. Well, Dave. Why is this the, New bucket list. If you haven't, listener, I am obsessed with – that's my food. I don't do it pasta, but I'll do a pie you all the time. Pies. Um, why is that the one state I haven't been to? For the like state, an, New for, Zealand. For like, oh, sorry. I was thinking – I thought you said Tasmania. State. No, you're still thinking Tassie. This is New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. Well, it's still not that far away. I'll go. It's like a state. Yeah, do it. Um, so, yeah. I, and you know what? I, when I was traveling, I didn't even – I don't think I even tried anything too <laughs> I love that. fancy. When I was traveling, I no longer travel. <laughs> <laughs> when I traveled in my, in my youth um, – but uh, yeah, so sometimes they'll uh, the local the deviations from the standard menu. Um, it's it's sometimes it'll be because it'll abide by like a regional food taboo, such as like so in, in India. Exactly, you can't have a can't beef, have beef burger, so they don't have beef. Um, so I think you can get a good veggie burger in an Indian one, Matt. If you're interested, you can get the McRice in Indonesia. What's that? It's McRice. Maybe it's fried rice. It is this is this thing true? I think I read this recently that um, you know Coke is the big. You haven't. Have, is there anything about Coke on here? Because they're like, no, I reckon that's that. a big part of their successes that they locked in. They the, teamed out with the biggest. Yeah, with the biggest company. Yeah. Um, whereas the others like KFCs, Pepsi, stuff, Pepsi Max. Yeah, they jumped <laughs> under loser. But um, apparently, Pepsi, Pepsi Co was pretty massive. Yeah. Well, you know, they yeah. were in the yeah they they overtook them in the eighties or something. But Coke apparently they've got a secret ingredient as well, like all these bullshit things mm-hmm. do. And um, in India, I think there's a, a local law that um, you have to you, you can't have any secret ingredients. So instead of telling the Indian government what the secret ingredient was, they pulled out of India. What? Is that true? That's the truth. Wow. I'm pretty sure that's the truth. I didn't know that. I love that. That's pretty cool. I'll check that before you edit this <laughs> and let you know whether or not to edit it out. 
Same with that Krispy Kreme thing. I'm doubting that now. No, never doubt yourself. It's okay. okay. Killer fact. I've got a few more. Like, there's a few more fun facts. And like I mentioned before, I wanted to talk about a couple of lawsuits that happened. But obviously, you can't really talk about McDonald's without talking about the 2004 film Super Size Me. (laughs) Oh, yes. Do you remember that movie? Yes, I do. Well, it's not a movie. It's a documentary. Um, What's his name? Evan? Morgan. Morgan Morgan Freeburn. Spurlock. No, that's someone else. Who's Morgan Freeburn? That's like Morgan. Lawrence Fishburne and Morgan Freeman in one. Morgan Freeman, that's what I was saying. <laughs> no, this is Morgan Spurlock, Morgan who's a documentary Spurlock. maker. He ate at McDonald's restaurants three times a day for a month. Right, it was part of his. Uh, and he would only he would supersize, but only if offered. So, uh, so he has to say yes. Is that the yeah, rule? Yeah, if he's offered supersize, he has to say yes. Otherwise, he can just have like a standard size meal. Um, he consumed five thousand uh, calories. Um, I never know. Is that a lot? Well, an intake of around 2,500 within a healthy balanced diet is more generally recommended for a man of his size. So it's twice what he would be recommended for him. Okay. And he, as a result, he gained 11.1 kilos um, in a month, uh, a 13% body mass increase, increased his cholesterol and experienced mood swings, sexual dysfunction and fat accumulation in his liver. And it took him 14 months to lose the weight. Wow. After that, yeah. And, and, uh, and what, after but what people don't know is that he was still eating McDonald's three times a day in yeah. the 14 months after, yeah. which Dude. at first they didn't tell him that that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> he just he wasn't, increased his exercise. He wasn't no, noticing a correlation. Also, after, not long after they released the, the film, uh, McDonald's got rid of the supersize option. Oh, oh, is that gone now? It's gone. I hate that that guy took that away from me. As if you weigh 52 kilos. Exactly. I should be allowed to have any size meal I but want. But as if you could get through it. I should be encouraged. They should say, I'm sorry, sir, you can't have a small meal. You'll have the supersize. I'd pay a lot of money to watch you eat a supersize meal. I probably so what have is to pay. super size? Sup- for you. That's bigger so, than large. Bigger than large. Right. We never had that here. Uh, I think... I vaguely remember it very, very briefly. I think it was it's bigger than Jesus is the technical Yeah, that's a technical term. Yeah, yeah. Way to describe the meal. Um, you know I love to finish on some fun facts. Maybe I'll save that fun fact for the end. I will talk about just a couple of... Um, fun fact lawsuits? There's a, well, there's a couple of lawsuits and then there's one fun fact that I just think is a little bit ridiculous and also kind of ties in with past episodes. I love when this happens. Um, so there's kind of an interesting one. So you remember how McDonald's have always done the McDonald's Monopoly game? Yeah, that seems to happen. It happens pretty much every year. Several times a year. Yeah, now. it happens. It happens quite a bit. So um, I always get, I start doing it and then I lose them. Oh yeah, no, I never remember. So there was this subcontracting company called Simon Marketing, um, which had been hired by McDonald's to organise and promote the game. So that was kind of their job. Um, now they failed to recognise a flaw in its procedures. Oh, dear. <laughs> so the chief of security, whose name was Jerome P. Jacobson. Um, he was able to remove the most expensive game pieces, which he then passed on to mates. So he's, would, a, he's a chief of security where? Of of the company uh, of Simon. Simon Marketing. Oh, right. So this is... Oh, sorry. He's I not meant, for McDonald's. He's for like their subcontracting company. you meant company. They, they were like, we've stuffed up and they sent the security guard into every McDonald's to try and <laughs> get, get all the cups back. So <laughs> no. Get the blue properties. He was, he was taking the most expensive game pieces, giving them to his associates or his friends who would then redeem them and share the proceeds. So he's he's pocketing all the the big bucks. The uh, so, they, so what was the thing that they would have they missed that they could have stopped that? I'm not really sure. It just sort of says that like they don't see through or something. Yeah, because I'm fairly sure the way they control it is, say for example, you want Mayfair and Park Lane, and you get the holiday. So they print ten thousand Mayfairs, but only two Park Lanes right. are in existence. Yeah, yeah, it's something so like that's that. So that, that's how they control it. So there's only two possible yeah. winners. But it sounds like a lot they of people may who feel like they're halfway there. Yeah. So, but they it sounds like they may, or you know, two out of may three too of them. Many or, but yeah. It sounds like they may have stuffed up and printed ten thousand of each. And they did this for a long time. So, um, between nineteen ninety five and two thousand, they won almost all of the top prizes. So they did it five years in a row, and no one noticed at first. Well, yeah, because he was probably using like quite a few different people. It wasn't just one person <laughs> constantly winning. Jesus, guy's lucky. Yeah, then they obviously twig a bit well, earlier. Well, this security guard has really moved into a, yeah. a bigger house every year for the last five years. It's pretty bad. I guess uh, his, his partner must house. be working very hard. He's worked. He's moved into a bigger house ten times a week. <laughs> <laughs> roughly. Approximately. Roughly. They scored $24 million. 
in prize money. And so then they finally realised, they figured it out, they get back to this guy and they they arrested him. But then what's kind of weird as well is that in 1995, St Jude's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, received an anonymous letter postmarked Dallas containing a $1 million winning game piece. So somebody had like anonymously sent a million dollars basically to to this children's hospital. Now, the game rules prohibited the transfer of prizes, but McDonald's waived that rule. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, thank oh God, because they'd be the worst people <laughs> ever. And they so they were they were giving Smart. a payment of five thousand uh, fifty thousand dollars annually, um, just until like until you got to a million, which is twenty years worth. Mm-hmm. So they made that last payment towards the end of 2014. And investigations later in, indicated that Jacobson had admitted to sending the winning piece to the hospital, the guy who uh-huh. got in trouble. Of course. But you'd claim that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Who's going to come out and say, no, it was me. Oh, shit, I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. Of course you'd say. No. So did he go to jail? I believe he did, yes. Well. So, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, it's pretty cool because all these lawsuits as well, a lot of them just have to do with Mac or Mick at the start of things. Especially, so in one noteworthy case, McDonald's sued a Scottish cafe owner called McDonald, even though the business in question dated back over a century. Wow. So do they win that kind of case? They, they've won a few of them, and then there's been a couple that like the little guys won, and that's always cool. Um, so there's uh, – let me find some of Buy these. Buy it off me, you jerks. Yeah, you jerks. So there was one called um, – uh, McCoffee, and uh, in 1994, McDonald's successfully forced Elizabeth McCoffey, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she was in the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, they forced her to change the trading name of her coffee shop, McCoffey. To McCoffey. Um, and and she, she'd had that for 17 years. She'd been running that little cafe, and she's like, um, it was just an adaptation of my name, <laughs> oh. McCoffey. So she's like C-A-U-G-H-E-Y, and they're like, nope. You got a muck, you got a muck in it. It's ours. It's, it's so weird it. that you're allowed to own, like a but they common shouldn't name. be able to. But they can just afford the best lawyers. Yeah, right. They just wait a minute. It's out. so ridiculous. Um, uh, so there was one called McMunchies. <laughs> she didn't. This is, Their hash browns are a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> this is run by a lady called Mary Mary Blair Mary Blairy. Um, and she just she didn't sell burgers or chips. She just chose the name because she liked the word munchies and wanted the cafe to have a Scottish feel, which is why she had muck in there. Ugh. And oh, the, but see, the you, thing is, you like, change it to Mac Munchies. No, but even Mac, they won't allow them to have. You so, can't have Mac. No, you can't. They've had they've had a go at people for that as well. McDonald's said if someone uses the muck um, prefix, even unintentionally, they were using something that does not belong to them. Isn't that ridiculous? Wow, what a world we live in. I know. But here's a cool one, though. Uh, McDonald's filed a lawsuit against McDonald's family restaurant located in Grand Cayman, and the company McDonald's lost the case and, in addition, was banned from ever opening a McDonald's in that area. And that still stands today. Like that. They can't open one there. Did you know, Dave, that uh, Criss Cross... Jump, jump. Yeah, they lost rights to their song Jump, Jump because of the line, Mickey, 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 Mac, Daddy. (laughs) They lost the rights to the whole song. Is that true? Yeah. I think you're joking, right? I'm too far in now. I've got to just... Commit. Commit. Yeah, no, it's dead dead set. That is definitely just... Wow. One of them died. Yeah. Oh. Ronald, Blake. Ronald did it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Behind the scenes, who's, who knows what happened? I'm the mickety, 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 <laughs> mac daddy. Well, that's what he said in the center of his body. I'm the mickety, yeah. mickety, 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 <laughs> mickety, mac. I can't believe you just said that on this show. We're going to... And he stomped gonna his watch face. <laughs> going to watch our back it's now. It's pretty terrifying. Um, I've got... So just some mm. just some facts and then one more fun fact. Okay? <laughs> so we have to sit through some shit facts. Well, it's not really the... a shit fact. It's just interesting. It's just a summary, basically. So McDonald's is the world's largest chain of hamburger fast food restaurants serving around 68 million customers daily. Oh, in 119 countries across more than 36,000 outlets. Crazy. Crazy. And just one last fun fact. Um, McDonald's and NASA explored an advertising agreement for a planned mission to the asteroid 449 Hamburger. <laughs> there was an asteroid that's called Hamburger, and in the 80s and 90s, NASA considered a spacecraft mission to the asteroid, including a tie-in with McDonald's. <laughs> That's cool, great, but that? they had to abandon it. It was, it was cancelled in, uh, um, called for launch in 1995, but uh, it was later cancelled. But how great is that? 
McDonald's could have gone to the moon. Like that but is not really. the, that's <laughs> that's going to happen one day, right? It's got it. Well, there has to be an, the first intergalactic McDonald's. It'll happen. Oh, I'd love for someone to just get out and copyright Mac in outer space. Oh, so you can't so do they, it on the moon. Yeah, right? like sorry boys, this is ours. So it's already taken. Yeah, you can call yourself Donald's up there, but yeah, McCoffee, Mrs. McCoffee. Yeah, she, she owns she owns the moon. I'm sorry, mate. Sorry, she, mate. She's 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 already claimed McMars as her own. She's a smart lady. Mm-hmm. She's into business. So that's uh, that's McDonald's. Wow, is is this terrible that I feel like eating it now, even though we heard all the bad stuff as well? I know I didn't even go into like you know people finding rats in their burgers, but yeah, you know, there's horror stories. I just I just looked at it purely from a business point of view because I am you love maths Matt loves mascots I'm all about business. Wow, that's what we're all about. That's what we're well known for. <laughs> Did you find anything about their ethics being questionable apart from business ethics, which sound like they are a bit? There um there have been quite a few disputes over pay. I did read quite a bit about that. Um, yeah, but I didn't. I, you know, I was just kind of I was swept up in the magic of it all. I suppose I e- did it today. I produced today. Everything, a time. every business that becomes that big, the scale becomes yeah. hard to manage. And absolutely, shit goes even down. you set rats in burgers and stuff. Uh, I suppose if you're making a hundred million burgers every day, it's going to happen, isn't it? It's going. It's got to happen. Thirty-six thousand outlets is going to be one rat. You know. That's right. And his name? It's Ray Croc. <laughs> rat Croc. <laughs> rat Croc. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ray. No, nah, don't. How do we wrap up from here? Well, that was. Good. I actually really enjoyed uh, listening to that. And you looked. Uh, you looked a little hesitant at the start when I said McDonald's. You kind of like your brow furrowed. Furrowed. Because you made him hungry, and he was yeah. an hour and a half away from food. Yeah, sorry, feeling, mate. feeling hungry. But I'm going to go to get on a plane to New Zealand and get a pie at McDonald's. That's my plan for the evening. Uh, but thank you. You seriously going on a plane? Are you going to New Zealand? Yeah, tonight. <laughs> Are you really? No, what are you talking oh. about? <laughs> We're about to get in the same car and drive to the same stand-up comedy night. For a second, We're I all going to perform at the same place. Um, I forgot the pie reference, so I was like, is Dave going to New Zealand for Christmas? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like half listening. I'm sorry. No, we definitely we feel like we're together. all being on the same wavelength tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty, pretty... Really? Strong. You're going <laughs> Really crisscross in New Zealand. Um... <laughs> So we'll probably just leave it there. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you do enjoy the show and you think it's worth more than two stars, then maybe give us three, four, or five, preferably the five end just of give, the scale. Just go five. Just go for the five. five. It's an even number to say. It's like it's the same with Uber. It's the same with uh, podcasting. Just go five. If, if you like it, it's five. If you fucking hate it, then it's a two. <laughs> it's got to be the worst shit in the world to give it a two. If you think it's okay, don't waste your time giving it anything. Like is five. Fucking hate it is two or one. Or just don't. Otherwise just don't just... review it all. And don't bitch to your friends. Just fuck off. No, bitch, <laughs> bitch to your friends. By all Who's means. bitching to their friends? I, I just heard the worst podcast. <laughs> Shut up. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn it off. Great. I thought Dave was going to New Zealand. <laughs> oh, wow. We, uh, we've lost it. But uh, you can get in contact with <laughs> oh, us. We're still going. On the... <laughs> I'm trying to wrap it up here. At Do Go On Pod, that's us on Twitter, but uh, you can find us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jess. I'll be back next week with the report. I believe it is my turn. I will go on, but until then, we say adieu and good night if you are going adieu. to bed. Go adieu. On. Go on. Oh, that's very good. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 